Hello, welcome to Seven Days to Play, the weekly mobile game review show. <laughs> that's really hard to do. <clears throat> Is that too cheesy? No, I think that's great. Right again. Um, hello, welcome. No, no, hello. Hey. Mm, too casual. <laughs> I'm just going to launch in. Okay. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, the weekly mobile game review show. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. Uh, that was well, as I, I don't, got. I don't want to be like... I don't want to be like, hey, I'm Edwin and I'm and I'm Sam. You know, like I think that's like super cheesy. Mm-hmm. And this should definitely still be in the recording. <laughs> is this a show? <laughs> no, we're done with that show. What I'll do is I'll set it up. We're gonna do I'm Edwin, we're gonna do I'm Sam. Yep. And then I'll ask you how the show works, and then you can deliver that rousing monologue that you just did. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's so hard to do like a real show. <laughs> is this a show is so easy. Well, this would be the show right now. So anyway. here's the thing. I think we need to get better at this. Yes, this is true, right? This is why we failed on the other show. Okay. <clears throat> seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, a weekly mobile game review show. I'm Edwin. I'm Sam. This is our first ever episode. Welcome again. <laughs> Sam, how does this show work? So the show works is that we will be playing uh, a mobile game that one of us has decided from the previous week. Yes. Throughout the week, we're going to try to play as much of it as much as possible. And on the day of recording, which is technically the seventh day, is mm-hmm. we're going to review it. I believe that is what happened. On the seventh day, you review a mobile game. <laughs> Forget resting. Yeah. <laughs> review a mobile game and a podcast. Perfect. What have we been playing this week, Sam? <laughs> so we've been playing a game called Bowmasters, which was something that I recommended maybe about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Edwin. Seven days, in fact. <laughs> yes. Let's just pretend and for the sake of the show it was seven days ago. He's had seven days to play it. Um, seven so- days to play! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've been playing Bowmasters. Yes. Um, a brief synopsis of the game is that if you're familiar with old schooly games like Scorched Earth, where you're a tank and you have to input the angle and the velocity uh, and then shoot something at your opposing players, that's pretty much the idea of Bowmasters. But... Wow. See, I was just going to go for, it's kind of like Angry Birds. That was my frame of reference. Uh, but if, I'm a, I appreciate you went more old school to a game I've never heard of. Right. If you're a modern day mobile game player, Angry Birds will make more sense. But think about it this way. Um, you're always, hmm, you're playing against another uh, a, a computer player, mm-hmm. in most cases, where the other computer player is also an Angry Birds. And so they have this opportunity to shoot back at you. Yeah. Or it's like golf. It's like desert golf. If the if the hole could spit the ball back at you and decapitate you, that sounds gross for some reason. <laughs> but exactly, Edwin. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed that analogy. <laughs> right. Um, so the game is really simple in that you have to show some type of, some type of projectile by inputting a velocity and an angle, uh, and it your your goal is to really trying to kill the other player that's on the board. And the board is like this long plane with maybe some hills, and the other player is randomly placed uh, at some distance from you. Mm. And this game was released last year? Uh, yes. I think. By Plegendary. 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 Yeah. It's, I actually initially read it as play gendery. Yeah, right? That, yes. I was like, oh, what like gender? Playing with the genders. <laughs> Which I kind of like. But it's not that. Yeah, but it's not that. No. I think they're trying to mash up the words play and legendary. Yeah. Which is legendary. Really legendary. 
Yeah, it's not a pleasing word to say. Let's stop saying it. <laughs> um, so we're going to go into what we call the three by threes. The three by threes. Which are, we talk about three good points of the game, uh, three negative points of the game, and potentially three points that we can take with us uh, in, in terms of like the future aspects of the game. Like it might be what we want to see in the future, what we might do with the game in the future, or even like if we're willing to recommend it or not recommend it at all. And then we give a final rating. How many days out of seven did we play it? Yes. So it's basically a score of zero to seven. <laughs> Which is a really odd number, but what right. are you going to do? I do have a bit of questions regarding that rating system, but let's, let's okay. go on with it. <laughs> let's find out what happens when we get there. Yeah. My first good point. The gory graphics are undoubtedly pretty fun. I mean, it was quite shocking the first time I played it. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, heads flying off, limbs being uh, detached. Uh, Animated blood, blood everywhere. Yeah, a lot of blood. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, geez. And I think playing it on the subway, uh, having a few people looking over my shoulder with a eyebrow askew. Yeah, I think that's really similar to my... I feel quite bad that there's a little kid on the subway or something. <laughs> right. And there's but, just like heads flying off. And... But it's not gore. It's not like um, realistic. Right, so, it's like cartoon gore. Mortal Kombat, maybe. Kind of. I mean, Mortal Kombat is more like on the realistic side. I think the <laughs> amount of goriness yes. is there. But the my, my actual first point also is like a there's a nice visual art style. So everything is vectorized. Everyone looks cute. They have a very similar art style. Yes, it has you a know, very definitive or very recognizable style. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the, it's like you know, looks like a dribble uh, artwork that some some artist has made to showcase their iconic drawing style, uh, and it works. It works for the game. I think they can get away with like the goriness without it actually being gory, it has to like really gross some people out. Yeah, it reminds me. I wish I remember the name of the show, but there's a show on Netflix that's like cartoony, cute, cartoony, but massively violent and gory. And I'm, if I'd done my research for the show, I could have should have dropped it in right now to show what great wide-ranging cultural influences I have. But um, yeah, I don't have it. But, but yeah, so yeah. but it is it is fun. Um, anything more to add to the fun aspect of other than it <laughs> to being general gory. fun? <laughs> yeah, uh, the characters are pretty amusing, and they work very hard to avoid any possible you know IP lawsuits. Right. So you'd have characters like that look like Mario. Right, but the name is Fernando. <laughs> yes. And if you had any doubt, there's like a, a slight description of uh, at the bottom that really clarifies what they are. So it might be something like hardworking plumber, right, as the <laughs> yes. description for Fernando. Yes, uh, man cat, which is in fact Batman. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, right now my character is um, arrow shooty woman from Hunger Games. What, hungry girl. Hungry girl. Is that the name? What's That's- the name? That's the name of the character, yeah. It's, her name is Hungry Girl. It is a Hunger Girl. Yes. Hunger Girl. <laughs> That's super fun. Yeah, they do a good job with the characters, and there's a whole bunch of them. I think there's a few like I don't get the reference to as well, because right. I'm not down with the kids. But I, I try to get them, and then I read the description, and it confuses me even more. Uh, who else is good? Um, I also appreciate Walter White from Breaking Bad. Right. It's, I think his name there is Maestro. <laughs> yes. There is uh, Donald and, and the description P. is something like uh, the man who knocks, right? <laughs> As like the maestro, right? So <laughs> that was very good. There's Donald D, 
who throws a brick of the wall at you. You know, this is just quite well done, you know. Yeah, and the art style is like it's it's actually really well done. It, they aren't like goofy looking characters. They're nice they're nicely animated, they're cute, um all vectorized uh and and just simply I think it just puts it all together. On to my second point. Yep. Uh I think the gameplay itself is actually very nicely paced. You have a good moment of like intense thumb action. Like you need to be pretty cise about like being able to pull the arrow or whatever object it is that you're throwing to match like the velocity that you're looking for, but also you have to be pretty precise about the angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so when you let go, um, you sort of watch what happens after you let go. And I think that pace of like being active and letting go and like watching what happens and how the enemy fires back at you is pretty rewarding. I think there's like a nice cadence to it where you don't have to be active all the time, but at the same time, it's not just like really intense all the time either. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, having it turn-based is sort of, yeah, it gives you that ebb and flow. I enjoy that there is a, to begin with at least, and maybe we'll get to this on the bad points later, spoiler alert, but to begin with, there's definitely a sense of progression. Uh, You can play sort of one-off games against the computer, but there's also a tournaments option where you can play up between like eight and 15 games in a row, and then you win more and more gold. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed that aspect of it until you'd, You've done the hardest tournament, and then you're like, okay, well, now what? Oh, wait, you finished the hardest tournament? Yeah, of course. Oh, wow, that's amazing. They do a pretty good job of upselling you on new characters. So it's always kind of, that just provides a nice little itch for you to go, I must get in the next character, get some more gold. Yep. So I can agree on that as well. I think one of the other things that I really appreciated was um, a lot of games have like this daily gift system. Mm-hmm. where yeah. you have to return the next day to like sort of play a little bit more and it gives you some sort of reward. Sometimes it's in-game currency. Uh, sometimes it's like items and stuff like that. And this game actually has something like that, but only for like the first 15 days. Um, I've been playing it longer than Edwin has. <laughs> it's a good mix of in-game currency, which you can use to unlock other characters um, or sometimes on like uh, set days, like you actually gain a character if you return on the next day so um it has like a really good rewards thing where you actually find incentive to come back and play it uh and i thought that was really well done and there's a few nice options for playing as well right i guess it's not just shoot another person there's like a duck hunt there's mm-hmm. a apple shooting one there's an online multiplayer mode which which might we might actually dig into a little bit later on we should the third thing that i appreciated about this game is that it's kind of perfect for my commute and my other commute, which is bathroom time. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> there are a couple of things that I really like about this. So a match doesn't usually last more than like five minutes, which is kind of perfect for uh, both instances. <laughs> but the other thing that I really appreciated from like, you know, a, a playability standpoint is that this is one of those first few games where I was able to play it both in landscape and portrait mode. Mm. With a few bugs here and there. Yeah. But overall, like, it's totally playable in both both uh, orientations of the game. Yeah, I think that's the first game I've ever played that does it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I, yeah, I also appreciate as a Subway gamer. Sometimes you're also jammed in. Yeah. You that you just need to have play it in, like, portrait mode. So you have to do a single-hander. <laughs> but yeah. But and there are problems in single, in portrait mode, though. There are. With the gameplay. Are. 
and I'm going to dig into it right now because why not? The field of view doesn't expand enough when you're in portrait mode. And now some of the objects you throw as you get more and more characters, they have like special abilities where they can, where you need to explode a firework or split a arrow if you're a hunger girl. And in portrait mode, that's quite easy because you have a world of, world of a wider field of view and you can see when to tap. But in portrait mode, it doesn't zoom out far enough. And so it's pretty hard to actually get to find the right time to trigger your exploding projectile, which kind of really cripples the game. Like it actually makes it kind of useless. Mm -hmm. So if I'm playing in portrait mode, I usually select characters with just a regular unfancy projectile. So outside of that, like I agree, Um, there's something to the game where you can't really see uh, what the landscape is like after it sort of does its initial yes. overview take. Yes, to, to go against your like the ebb and flow. If you're mm-hmm. not paying attention the first time the level loads, you're like, oh, wait, where's the guy? There's a little indicator right. to show the the height of and the person. how far away the person is. In meters, Yeah, so European. <laughs> Luckily, but no problem for me. Overall, it doesn't really tell you what the landscape is like. I wish there was a way that you can just scroll to the side, kind of like what's available in Angry Birds, as mm. you can see from a far view. Or a golf course. And you can see pan. in close view. Right, exactly. Right. Um, I've not played Angry Birds. But also, there are some bugs with the portrait and landscape mode where oh, yeah. if you're a normal human being like me, it's always locked, so it doesn't... It has to be locked. <laughs> I cannot understand how you live in non-locked mode. Right. Um, and so initially, if you start up the game and you have like uh, the orientation lock on, it will automatically start in landscape mode. Right, it's the reverse. It locks in landscape. And then to do portrait, you need to unlock portrait mode. Right. And so there's just a little bit of bugs there where if you're playing through in landscape mode, but you had portrait locked, and then you start the game again after you played it a little bit, it actually starts back up in portrait mode. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah. Um, but it's these are like very minor. Yeah. Um, but I definitely appreciate the option to play both ways. Right. My biggest beef with the game. Let's get into the bads. Is that? Oh wait, can I guess? Yes. Is it the kerning on the score? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was so convinced that was going to be it. No. Uh, <laughs> because that fourth, that fourth digit is like way out on the side. You didn't I, notice that? Okay. I actually don't know what you're oh. talking about. Oh, wow. Now okay. I'm going to oh. notice it and it's going to completely ruin my day. <laughs> I suppose, I think they've maybe tried to do like an interna- internationalization thing and not have like a dot or a comma mm. once you get to the thousands and they put a gap there. Oh, that didn't actually bother me. Oh. Like I understood okay. that that gap was for like the thousands. Oh, okay. Yeah. In that case, I cannot guess. Please go ahead. Uh, it's the ads. Ah, so I paid three ninety nine. I paid the same amount too. Oh. But I get ads in between every match. I've never seen any ads. What? Oh my God, Sam, man, they've, they've mugged you right off here. Holy sh- I've been playing. You've been playing the. I've been playing for two weeks with an ad in between every game and I've paid like whatever it said to say remove ads. Mm. I paid like $3 to remove the ads. Are there multiple versions? Is there a free version and a paid version? Have you downloaded? I you- think I might have paid. I might have gotten the free version. But what the f- like? I think I believe there's two options. I think there's a free version. No, I got. A- I have the paid version. Okay. Yeah, there was like a, a pack where it gave you like a f- couple of free characters, and it removes the ads. And so I was like, Ooh. yes, this is a great game. <laughs> I'm having fun with it. I'm gonna pay three dollars for this f- thing, and then in between every match, I get this stupid ad. 
Oof. which is 30 seconds long. I think it's just stupid that they're advertising other games on a game that you're playing that has nothing to do with the game that you're playing. But they think that's targeting. It's like <laughs> okay. stupid. But yeah, that, that was my biggest beef. Um, it's just... Uh, okay, so something's gone wrong though, I think. Right. Or maybe did you buy a pack that was... No. Gives you ad-free for like X number of days? No, because... It got rid of the display ads. Oh, gotcha. Because it used to have these stupid-ass display ads. So I bought it directly. I didn't even get the free version first. I just got the paid version from the App Store, three ninety nine, I think it was, and I have never seen an ad. So a bad point. Confusing uh, premium system, apparently. That is dumb. So now I'm really bummed. This, <laughs> okay. this is a new, rev- okay. new revelation. Because I have a ton of achievements in the game. Oh, would it port over to the... This is what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm going to figure it out right now. Okay. I'm buying, on air. I'm buying it right now. Uh, any other bad points, Edwin? Oh, plenty. Let me begin. <laughs> it's pretty simplistic. Which yes. I think is uh, positive. But also, after you've played it for a while you become like, okay, I kind of get this. Like, I, fa- I found it pretty easy. And I should do a caveat that I've only been playing against a computer. I've been underground mm. in a subway most of the time, so playing against another person is tricky. But it's pretty easy. My, here's my strategy, which I probably shouldn't tell you if we're ever going to play head-to-head. But you do first shot, 100% at 15% angle, 15 degrees angle. That usually gets the person. Yeah. And then you just adjust. And it's always 100% up or down. Like Very occasionally, you get a landscape where the opponent is like in the, on the bottom of a hill. And so you'd need to do a lesser, less power to get more of an arcing project, uh, yep. arc on your projectile. But 90% of the time, I do 100% at 20 degrees. That hits them. Yeah. So that's pretty like, okay, I'm done. Um, it's pretty simplistic in that there's no, there's no way for you to defend yourself. Like it's just attack there's no like you can't be crafty and like oh i'm gonna hide here or stuff like that you can't move your character around so once you've got the hang of it you're like okay great i'm kind of done so i think that's pretty much my main complaint is that after playing it it ain't no steam world heist is no steam world heist which is the benchmark of replayability for me um also like the ai of the computer is pretty dumb (laughs) like if it if it if it like it rarely hits you if it does, the next shot is wildly different, even though like none of you have moved. So right. yeah, I think for more advanced players, I would like to see options to be like skill level or like ability of your opponent increased mm. or decreased. Have you noticed any sort of increasing difficulty during the tournament? I've not really noticed a difference. I do like the idea of finding a way to either forego your turn to have like a defense or something like that. I think that adds just a little bit of that complexity. Would be cool. yeah. yeah, yeah, move or shoot, which is again steamrolled heist mechanic, <laughs> yeah. which works very well indeed. On the on the topic of like turns, it's quite slow sometimes. The tournament, like starting a, starting a new tournament, is painful. Like it shows your picture, it shows fifteen opponents, and then scrolls through them, and then it, then it shows you the landscape. Then you see the other guy. Then he scrolls over to you. And that just, ugh, that takes a long time. And then like the finish him slash her part, which is like, okay, that's kind of cute and mortal combat-y, but ugh, that's tiring. And especially if, and they do it if they kill you as well. So you just have to wait there while they have another turn to finish you. By which time I've already quit out. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm dead. I'm done. Yeah. You know, for the impatient gamer, <laughs> apparently that I am, <laughs> I'm like, come on, faster, let's go, let's go. 
And I think also on the progression side of things, it starts off pretty good. But once you've completed the hard tournament several times, I don't know what's next. Like one step is to take it online, but that goes to my next problem. Game center. Not only do I have to see that stupid thing oh, show inflating up on the inflating oh. balloons. Um, I, I tried the online mode a couple of times to play with different players, and it's impossible. It's oh. very like I try. I must have tried it like at least twenty times to find some random person to play with online. Mm. And apparently, there's millions of people that are playing this online. Out of those millions twenty of people times, are playing Bowmasters right now. Join them. Out of those times, I was only able to match up with two. And one mm. of them glitched out because of strange timing issues oh, and lag. And only stupid. one I was able to play through. But I'm convinced that he thinks I'm a cheater because I killed him in three <laughs> shots yes. with that 100% 18 degrees. <laughs> yeah. I don't have much experience with multiplayer, online multiplayer mobile gaming. M-O-N-G. Does that happen in other games? Have you tried multiplayer, online multiplayer games before? Like, on, is this just like a limitation on of... On the phone? yeah. Uh, yes, I've played Clash Royale, uh. which is... Oh god, I'm going to play so many <laughs> games for this show, I've just realized. <laughs> Clash Royale doesn't use Game Center. Ah, uh, okay. I think it uses Game Center partially for, like, the leaderboards and all that th- stuff, but I think in terms of, like, the matchmaking and character select, like, being matched up to another player, I think that's totally proprietary on, like, what mm. they have. Gotcha. Like, it works really well, mm. um, and okay. I-, I think it's because they don't use Game Center. Uh. Well, plagiary. I gave you at least six dollars now. <laughs> Although this was made last year, so it's probably unlikely they're doing much maintenance. Right, and also I don't know why I just bought it because I'm kind of <laughs> done with the game. <laughs> Other negative points before we get to the scoring. My last point was like it's not a long termer. As a short term game, it's pretty fun, and I don't begrudge the four dollars I spent on it. Sam might begrudge the six dollars. I can't believe I just bought it just now. <laughs> It's a pretty short-term fun game, and just keep that in mind. I don't think this is going to be a game you're coming back to week after week. Right. But for a week, it's pretty fun. If the online version worked, I think I can totally see this as being something where maybe play your friends once or twice. Once you've got to the end of it, which didn't take very long at all, the end of the tournaments, you're like, okay, well, oh. Yeah. Mm. And the other characters that you unlock, while they look unique and their weapons might slightly differ... Overall, because the gameplay is so simple, um, you don't get too much value from the differences that you gain from other characters. And after you've played a little while, you've seen all the characters anyway mm-hmm. because your opponent is a kind of randomly generated or mm-hmm. a randomly selected character. So it's not like, oh, what's this next character that I've never seen before and what's going to be the funny pun? Because you've basically seen them all already. You're like, oh. But good. I'm going to say, Plagendary, you did quite well here. Yeah, I, I appreciated everything. I think everything was done well from the top to bottom, except for the fucking Game Center and the ads. <laughs> but I only fault myself for the ads. So, final ratings. How many days out of seven did you play this game? So there is a little caveat here, I think. Um, are, we, are we talking about this from like a pure rating system sense where, you know, essentially... Um, let's get technical. Okay. Seven days out of seven means it's like five out of five stars. Or is it literally the amount of days that I've played from? It's going to be somewhere in the middle. It's going to be a mixture of both. Okay. Like if, if you missed one day, but you really liked it, you can single say seven. But is that the truth? <laughs> Do we realize? <laughs> have search for truth. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I'm going to say I did play it seven out of seven days. Okay. I revisit every single day because uh, of the daily gift and the playability was good. 
Yep. Uh, enjoyed the graphics. Enjoyed the the orientation aspect of being. <laughs> that sounds weird. Of being able to play it landscape and portrait. I think it really allowed for me to enjoy it at any time. Um, but because of the ads mm-hmm. and because of the the lack of, uh, I guess, uh, long term gameplay factor, I don't think I'll be playing it any longer. Like I got my 15 days of daily gifts. And that's that's essentially like how many it gives you for daily gifts. And I actually just achieved it today. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> and I think I'm done with the game. And yeah. I don't know why I <laughs> bought it just now. <laughs> so what about you, Edwin? Okay, I was going to do a seven. I played it seven days. It held my interest. Huzzah. No caveats? I mean, oh, plenty. Yeah. And we it won't be playing. Yeah, yeah. But for enjoyment I got over the last seven days. Yeah. Seven out of seven. Okay, great. Well done. There it is. So seven out of seven for me. Yeah. Seven out of seven for you. Nice. Seven days. Seven days to play! Now that we've reviewed that, and that was a recommendation from me, let's hear your recommendation for the next seven days, Edwin. Sam, you have seven days to play A Planet of Mine. (laughs) I wish this was a video show because you'll be able to see Sam's face right now. All right. What, how do you spell that? Which, which word are you having trouble with? <laughs> oh, did you say nine or mime? Mine. As in you're mining. A planet, planet of mine. A planet of mine. It's a free game uh, from the developers of Puzzle Forge 2, apparently. And which the developers are you. called Tuesday Quest. I already love it because that's a great name. <laughs> great. I'm not going to start it up right now. Yep. Um, but I will start playing it today. Okay. And for you at home... Feel free to play along. This is a free game. A planet of mine. Links in the show notes. In the meantime, tweet us at 7 Days to Play if you have any game recommendations or suggestions for us to play. How do you spell that 7 Days to Play? All the words as you expect. So no numbers. Words. Just words only. Or hashtag 7DTP and we'll see it. Don't go to 7DTP.com. <laughs> <laughs> as we've discovered yesterday. Especially not if you're at work. Full-blown porn site. <laughs> I actually got a call from HR last night, and I was <laughs> no convinced way. that it was because of that. And I was like, <laughs> how did they find out? But instead, it was for one of your other many transgressions. Totally. <laughs> Seven days to play.